Good morning. Love Talk Radio. <laughs> I don't often do that. However, today is a little bit different. So today, um, I was going to have my good friend Joy Martina on here, who is fabulous. And, you know, things happen. And so uh, here's the deal. The show must go on. And so what I thought that I would do, she was, she has been working on some incredible product, uh, projects and I'm not going to speak for her because what I'm going to do is I'm going to get her back here. Maybe we can do it next Saturday, but for today, I am your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, and we are going to do sensuous Saturdays in a very different way. This is the K factor here at Blog Talk Radio, the K Factor, where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. So here's one of the things that I was thinking about. You know, what is sensuality? When I was telling people about doing the show, they were saying, Oh, wow, what are you gonna do? <laughs> it's okay. Well, I'm in I'm enticing your senses. I'm glad to hear that. But but here's the the real part of it. We have got you know, stop and think about how amazing human beings are, how how we are sparked by life, right? With what we see, that's a visual sense. With what we smell, that's our olfactory sense. With what we taste, you know, a gustatory sense, mm, auditorily, you know, through our ears, and then tactile, we've got this Ability to feel, and it's not just about the ways that we touch each other or the way that we touch ourselves, but it's feeling the softness of our clothing, or you know, like a mohair sweater that drives you to distraction because it's itchy, or the the feeling of cool water or snow or heat, and and the list just goes on and on. I wanted to do sensual Saturdays to take a day where we just experience it and turn it on. Because you know what happens? Here's a, here's a deal in human behavior. We habituate to things, right? We take things for granted. That's just the way it is. So one of the things that I did when I was writing, and this is funny, this is an old version of the book of Build the Strength Within. But when I was writing this book, one of the things that I did at the very beginning of it was I featured one of my absolutely all-time favorite human beings. And it is this wonderful man that we have all heard about in history, Leonardo da Vinci. However, I love saying his full name. Listen to this. This is uh, awakening your senses to the auditory component of your senses and your, and your sensuality, your ability to be perked and to dial in a little bit further, okay? His real name is, full name, Leonardo di Sei Piero da Vinci. <laughs> is that gorgeous? I mean, I'm Deborah Lynn Carlin, a strong American name, but it doesn't float off of you like a poem. And, it, and as I say that, I think to, my, to myself, who was this man, this Leonardo da Vinci? And what I know is that he was, he was, his life was not one of luxury or ease. He worked very hard and he really wanted to dial into his senses and his mind was so alive 
that he would carry around a journal with him all the time and sketch things that he was experiencing and thoughts that he was having. Now, he lived, he was born in the 1400s, he died in the in the early 1500s. And in that realm where he existed, he was scribing his ideas and they were spawning more and spawning more. He would dial into something and it would it would spark another idea. Haven't you had that happen to you? Even if you're in the kitchen and you're and you're making eggs or you're having cereal or you're, you're making toast. Just basic simple things. Or coffee. Let's take Starbucks as an example. They started out with coffee and they got so excited through their senses that they started adding things to it. So how many senses do you add to your coffee when you go for a a barista special, right? You want the foam, you want the design in the foam, you want the hot, you want the caramel, you want the salt, you want the what the the, 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 and you just go on. Why? Because it's a treat. But what about it is a treat? What about it is a treat is the way that it, it grabs you, it grabs your senses, and you enjoy it in a whole new way. Well, you know, here's the thing. Leonardo da Vinci, in my book, and you can read not just my book, but Michael Gelb, G-E-L-B, wrote volumes about Leonardo da Vinci and his work and the marvelous things that he invented. Listen to this. <clears throat> I've got this book here. Now, those of you who are listening on the radio can't see it, but those of you who are watching the Zoom version, this is a book, look at it, it's an old-fashioned looking book, and I'm going to try my best to describe it to those who are getting their auditory version of this. I'm going to try to describe the visual of it so that you can get a kick out of this. It looks like an old book, and it's got a book lock latch on it that is magnetized, and you open it up, and it is the Journal of Inventions by Leonardo da Vinci. And what it is, is it is a, it is a pop-up, and you open it up, and you get this amazing, sensuous experience of his inventions. The pages are all beige and browned so that they look as ancient as they are. And it's the pop-up of everything that he drew, that he imagined with every sense that he had. Do you know that he is the person who first started writing about and inventing the flying machines and, and hydraulics? And when you look at this book, when you get this book, you can buy this book on Amazon. There's all these pages that you open, and and in terms of architecture, what he thought about, the way that he touched buildings and stones, and he, you know, let all of his senses engage to capture what he wanted to invent. Yeah, he invented war machines. It goes on and on and on, and in build the strength within. There's a segment of the book that I donate, dedicate, and I donate it, I dedicated it to his genius, and I talk about the ways in which he describes in Italiano. I love foreign languages because in foreign languages we have this um this different this different way of taking our American English and really expounding, right? 
and and what are all the other experiences that we can have. And and one of the things I love about what he did was he he talks about sensuality and and the ways in which he wants you to every day dial in to what you're seeing and how it sparks you, how it touches you, how it gets your neurons firing. Now this is my language, not his. Gets your neurons firing in ways that spawn more creativity. Listen. Not just to your own voice, not just to the voices of others on the phone, not just to the music that you select, but the music that is the sounds of the earth, the sounds of nature, birds, the water, the wind as it blows through nature, the tactile sense that you get from all of that. I love from... um, um, there was a documentary done about the Civil War, and there was a soldier who was writing to his wife because he he believed that he would die during that war. And one of the things that he said in this very um, eloquent love letter to her was, and when I'm gone, and you feel a cool breeze come across your cheek, it is me. I am there. I am touching you in spirit. How beautiful is that in the way of a a sense? He knew that every day we feel the breeze across our cheek, and he wanted her to relate that to his presence, for her to remember the way that they touched one another's senses and had shared so much of life. That really is my point about Sensuous Saturdays is that it is a way for us to connect to our core self. It is a way for us to connect to nature. It is a way for us then to connect with others. Another book that I want to share with you here this morning is called Intimate Strangers. And I never know when I'm sharing these on camera if they're coming across as the mirror image or if they're coming across in a way that you can actually read. Excuse me. But Intimate Strangers, it's men and women together, written by Lillian Rubin. Now, I have had this book since 1987, and it was, let's see, when did it come out? It's a very old book. It came out in 1983. You know, what What she writes about in this book enlivens our senses in terms of our connection with our mate. And I have, when I was teaching at the university, I had my students read this in classes about relationships. I had them read it in The Psychology of Women. I had them read it in Lifespan Development. Because the ways in which we look at each other, we listen to one another or not, the ways in which we touch each other physically, the ways in which we experience everything there is about another is so intimate. And in that intimacy, the sensuous part of that intimacy, we become emotionally intimate and connected to one another or Afraid, afraid of all that rich content. 
And I'm here to say, be not afraid, be aware. And dial in to turning every part of you on so fully and so beautifully that what you know is you're alive. Now, make no mistake, I don't like getting hurt. And vulnerability is a big deal, isn't it? It is a commitment to allowing an openness that renders you naked. (laughs) And I don't mean just physically without your clothes on. Excuse me. I mean your heart is naked. Your mind is naked because you're open. So in order to know if you're vulnerable, you're going to get a rush from the connection and then a, a rush from the fear of the connection. And if you get misunderstood or hurt somehow, offended, dissed, disrespected, any of those things, you start to close off. But guess what? I started out this talk talking about how things habituate. They generalize. It's a real concept that we've written about in psychology for as long as we've been studying the human condition. When you start to shut off one part of yourself, you start to shut off another part and another part and another part. Why? Because we're so integrated as a human being. You know, when a person goes blind, they describe in which the ways they're their sense of taste increases, their sense of hearing increases, because the mind wants to try to have every part of who we are and what we have the capacity to experience to be functional. And so we work to thread everything together. That's why it's so devastating when somebody starts to go into a demented state, which, by the way, that's not about old age. What it is about is it is about a process um, at, at all different points in life when people start to close down. It's too painful. I don't want to remember. I'm, I'm removing that from my memory. Well, how about if you live in the contrast of that memory? How about if you take that memory and you say, that was over there and I am here. I am living in the contrast of what that circumstance was that allows you to never destroy a part of your mind with a memory eraser but it allows you an opportunity to appreciate that you're not there that you've transitioned beautifully and you've allowed yourself the awakening to feel again I came into the world, born into my mother and father, who were beautiful, wonderful, loving people. My father had been the golden son. My mother had been the the ragdoll, so to speak, the really uh, mistreated child for a whole sundry of reasons, very abused. And I grew up with her stories, and I got to know her so well as an adult. And listen to what it was that her stories were. And the thing I I really admired about her was even though she had had such a tragic childhood, she emerged from that, never forgetting a moment of it, not being a victim, but knowing that she wanted to live in the contrast of that. She wanted something so much better. 
think of all the people who are who are famous that we know who have shared with us their tragic horrible stories and yet they grew into something that was so magnificent and so beautiful and they're so productive well you can't do that unless you live in the contrast my story is I grew up I was born into welcoming and love and a thousand things that were positive and wonderful but just like you and everybody else on the planet, I've had my tragedy, my trauma, my poor choices, my attempts at recovery, my sorrow, my joy, my happiness. And I always come back to nature. I come back to nature where I can touch and I can feel and I can smell and I can hear and see and it alivens me. It is so rich that I say, ah, yes, again, the morning sun rises and the air is fresh. And I'm going to go to the garden and I'm going to smell and touch and feel. And I'm going to eat today what what is delicious. I'm going to lay down where it's comfortable. I'm going to sit where I can be relaxed. And I can be productive. I can walk. I can move my body. I can I can swim. I can enjoy. And outside of this 2020 circumstance, I can hug. I can touch others and experience the joy of that physical closeness. Ah, I miss that so much. Events, where you go and you do that. So... I'm really sorry that my co-host wasn't here today, but she will be, and now she will be. Things happen. I hope that what happened was she was walking in the mountains or playing in her garden or uh, touching her pets or loving her beautiful family members and enjoying the morning. But what I do know is that Joy, Dr. Joy Martina, is on a mission to spread joy throughout the world. And even in her absence, she's filled my heart with her joyfulness today. So come back next Saturday and we'll have more to share, especially if she is here beside me in this Zoom room. So for today, this Saturday, this is Dr. Deb Carlin signing out for Sensuous Saturdays. Have a wonderful, touchy-feely day. Peace out. <laughs>